The world of Alluren, a land promising adventure, treasure, and glory at every turn for all the many, many heroes that inhabit it. From the far reaches of the frozen fjords to the sweltering jungles of Ishtka, opportunity awaits for all those brave enough to seek it. And, oh, wait, who are you? Wait, <coughs> However, we are not the heroes of this tale. So welcome to the Party in Peril Villains Campaign. <laughs> That trucker voice was funny. <laughs> Craggle. It's like, where are you getting this dialect? <laughs> like, where? He started out like I was just trying to do it. Where on this island? I was trying to just do a deep voice. And at first, for a split second, it was kind of a deep British voice. Then it turned into deep trucker. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, whatever. I'm just going to lean into it. Finally, breaking the tree line, you see a dirt path. Traveling up into a set of small hills decorated with broken structures of old weathered stone. Crumbling stairways lead you up to a plateau that allows you to look down into a small valley of ruins in three large sections. Two L-shaped structures to your left and right. And what appears to be the remains of a raised stone altar perfectly between the two. Everything is overgrown with trees, plants, and grasses of various kinds some obscuring view of some of the finer details of the remains. The smell of mold and moss is powerful here, although the place seems fairly dry. And we don't know what type of monster we're looking for, just some creature. Right. The, the only thing that you know is Craggle basically um, told you that he knows that there's been some, some strange stuff has been seen up here or at least he's heard about some really strange things over here like I stuff that doesn't belong this monster is a ghost <laughs> dangerous ruins this is i vote we put a trap out and go explore the ruins for anything cool if we set the trap what will we put in it and what are we trying to trap i believe with our capabilities we shall be able to Scour this ruin. Len, use your wings and look above. See if there's any monstrous birds. So I'm looking forward. Oh, just kind of looking for anything in the sky. You want to fly somewhere and look around? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, sure. There's kind of like the, the L shape um, at the bottom left and an L shape at the top right. There's like this middle part. I'm going to explore the stuff in the middle. You want to explore in the middle here. Yeah. Okay. What exactly do you want to do? You want to look for while you're up here. So let's say you're you're flying around up here. Are you looking down somewhere in any particular direction? Are you kind of scouting the skies? What are you looking for? Len ends up looking down into the ruins, trying to find anything interesting that catches her eye. Okay. So you're looking down, and you're looking specifically in like where you are right now, or yeah. She's she she didn't listen to Lilith and has decided just to look for treasure. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, Your own motive. Well, one thing that you'll notice while you're there is that there's a bunch of like what at first you thought was just crumbled rock right beneath you. You're you're noticing right now that it's actually you're seeing two different colors. So like there is this large stone. St slab literally right beneath you right in the middle of this um kind of altar yeah. but to the side of that is um a bunch of crumbled stone and that's a lot smoother and lighter and you realize um from some of the chunks and pieces of it that that's actually the remains of like a, a statue of like um some kind of snake type being kind of mm -hmm. like lilith's lilith's people uh-huh so it, it, it kind of looks like maybe that statue had been in that place at one point and, and for whatever reason was crushed and moved out of there. And this stone slab is now in this place. And that is, uh, at the moment, the, the only thing that you've noticed so far from right there. Okay. But no treasure 
if that's what you're looking for. You haven't noticed any treasure there. Uh, all right. Then Len gets bored and decides that there's nothing There's nothing useful here. So she decides to fly to one of the L's looking. Oh, she decides to scan the skies instead, like Lilith originally told her to. You can see that to your uh, northeast, there's a group of crows around a tree, uh, a series of trees, and they seem to be like really pecking at something, but you can't quite make out what it is, but they're definitely paying attention to something over there. I go in for a closer look without the crows noticing. Do you want to do a stealth? Thing? <laughs> yeah, I'll do a stealth. Okay, do a stealth. <laughs> 19. The the crows don't notice you. And you can s- just barely make out there's the remains of a, a corpse right there, like kind of partly sticking out from some brush, but without getting in there a bit closer you can't really tell like where exactly it's coming from. You can just kind of see like an arm sort of sticking out from the brush and everything. Okay. So she flies back to the group. Hey guys, does the monster have to be alive? Ideally, unless it is a spirit or if it's ghost that we can capture. Well, it's a corpse. The, the Queevil did say capture and I'm pretty sure you don't capture dead things so much as haul them around. A decomposing creature is not quite scary, unfortunately. <sighs> All right. Well, there's not much else out there. There's a bunch of crows. Yeah, everyone, everyone step back. Let Waslow handle this. He has animal handling skills. He can take care of it. I jump or I walk over to the, the uh, is it just like an altar right there in the middle? Yeah, it's like an altar with a big like so I, stone tablet so right there. All right. So I'm walking over to it and I'm just like uh, shouting in the air like, Creatures, creatures, listen to Waslo. Come out, come out wherever you are. <laughs> Those are my animal handling skills. That's <laughs> that's what I got. Can you can you roll animal handling for me? <laughs> uh, fourteen. <laughs> Does he have any additional? Um, Waslo, have you sacrificed yourself as bait? He does this. Nah, again. Gonna, what's Here it goes your, again. What is your passive perception? 13. 13. So as you're standing there yelling at this stone slab, <laughs> just <laughs> for for whatever reason. I'm yelling into the into the air, just okay. yelling around the ruins. You notice that the area beneath the stone slab is very scratched up and eroded, but only on one side. Okay. Um Everyone, come take a look at this. There are scratches all over this altar, meaning there may have been a creature nearby at some point, at some time. Very perceptive of you. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I did see this. I didn't see the scratches, though. Uh, my investigation is a zero. Does anyone have, like, a higher one, just in case? I have a plus one. I have a negative one. <laughs> <laughs> I so okay so Len investigates the scratches ends up being 10 you notice that it's actually like a pattern so it doesn't look like it's actually made by claw marks it looks like it's actually a pattern made by the slab that's on this altar itself so like maybe it's been moved or something um and it must have been moved several times for it to have eroded the uh the floor of that altar so much hey Guys, I think this opens. Um, I can't move the slab. Lilith? If this ruin is built like my family's temple, I'm sure there's a reason they are hiding something here. As far as I know, people hide valuables. So what's under there must be valuable. And with Waslo. Please open this. Is there anything I can roll for in order to find, uh, to solve the puzzle? What would I roll for? This one is going to be like, you don't, you don't see really that there's any easy way to do this. Like it doesn't look like there's any trick to it. This looks like it might be just based on like those scratches and stuff from there that it might be just a feat of brute strength. And judging by how it feels, this this honestly might take all three of you to try to do. What we'll try here is we'll have all three of you do a strength check. And I'm going to take the average of you, that you guys get and see if that meets the requirement. And if it does, you'll go in 
Um, if not, then the slab won't budge. <laughs> <Go for it>. <laughs> <laughs> Boo, I got four also. I got 14. So all of you get on one side and like you start pushing the slab as hard as you can, just shoving and shoving. And like you, you feel it move a little bit. And then when you back away, you realize that you pushed the wrong side a little bit. And that took like all of your strength. And you realize that this thing ain't moving. You guys might have to try and see if there's another way. Hey, Waslo, you got any kind of a spell that can explode this rock? Are we saying we can't even move this rock? Come on. Like I'm getting furious. Waslo's getting furious. <laughs> and he's just, you can see kind of like flames kind of starting up in his hands a little bit. And he backs up and just tries to fire at it. Okay. So you're going to use firebolt. There's no way for that thing to dodge because it's a rock. <laughs> so we're just going to say that the, the AC on that rock is zero. We're going to see like how, what is the total damage that you can do? A 1d10 okay, fire it, damage. It's going to depend on how much damage you do. Now I accidentally rolled a, a dice, and now I can't get it off my screen. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Okay. <laughs> Waslo backs up and just points his finger at it and is like, a, Waslo cast firebolt and shoots at it. And like he has a, like a commanding voice toward it. Like it's going to do a huge amount. I did a five. The the firebolt like leaves your your hand as you're you're really angry and it hits the side of that um that slab and you hear this like explosion and and some smoke um comes off and you hear some some rock and debris fall to the ground and stuff and you see that you put a little golf ball sized hole in it. Yes, Waslo, we see. I look around. Len looks around using her skill to see if there's anything else in the area that could possibly open this thing that could open it or get in there the only other stuff you see around there are some like fallen logs there's some like other rocks things like that is there a way to get underground you'd have to do some exploring to to figure that out all right i would like to do that do I need to roll at all for that? Um, you just tell me, like, where on the map would you like to look around? And then um, you, if you tell me if there's a certain location you want to look. I think closest to the tree. Mm. The, the like, tree trunk that's, like, coming up in the here? south. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So you want to look down here. What's your... Like, is that a tree root coming out of the ground? It's like a dead tree that's kind of fallen from the, the raised area here okay. and fallen towards the altar. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, I'd like to investigate if it punctured a hole and by any chance. Okay. Uh, go ahead and do your investigation. Okay, so seven plus zero <laughs> equals seven. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. It doesn't look like it's it's cracked anything. It looks like it just slammed against the side of the altar and then just kind of like careened off of it. So it didn't like hit hard enough to break anything there. I go to look at the the area where Lilith is, except more in that little to the bottom left where the bush is to see if that's hiding anything. Sure. Do a dexterity saving throw for me. 16. A snake appeared. <gasps> uh, but it, it tried to strike you, but you were able to, to dodge out of the is way. Is it an ancestor of mine? Uh, I mean, I don't know. You you might have to ask that snake. Can is I, this like a, a goofy Pluto situation? <laughs> it might be. So and the the snake comes out. So Len, of course, jumps back and yells out, "Hey guys, could you some help with Lilith? Is this your is your cousin?" I slither towards her and speak in my native tongue. Are you gonna try to talk to the snake? Yes, I'd <laughs> okay. like to talk to. Do you, do you have uh, like animal handling? Animal handling plus three. Oh, there you go. Okay, so I do. Try that. Yeah. All right, so let's roll for that. We're just going to use that as like you being able to talk to snakes since you're a snake-influenced person. All right, so I got, I received a nine. So the snake's like, Hey, what's up, bro? How's it, how's it going? Hello, cousin. This we are here exploring and 
for a monster. Oh, a monster. Do you know of such creature? Yeah, this big old fucking fly came at me out of nowhere. My you... friend. Yeah, what's up? What's happening? What's going on? What kind of monster are you looking for, bruh? <laughs> we are looking for a monster to offer a position in our dungeon. Should it choose to be its very own boss, it will be able to torture other souls and we will be able to release him of this ruin here. We even have, we, we even have a break room. Oh shit, that sounds badass, bro. Okay, like, but you're, you're probably not going to find a monster up here. They, they hide downstairs, man. Like, you gotta go down there. Where, where is this entrance you speak of? Well, like, have you tried moving that big old stone? We have, but uh, it seems to be a little heavy for all three of us, unless you know a better way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely, like, a back entrance. Know what I'm saying? And the snake winks at you? <laughs> well, yeah, like, no joke, though. There's definitely a back way in. And where where is this anus cavity? <laughs> <laughs> so direct. <laughs> where is this gaping asshole? <laughs> uh, it's like, yo, know, it's over there in like that that back corner somewhere. But like, last last dude that like went that way. He, he tried to come back out. He sure as fuck didn't make it. Uh, in fact, those those crows are picking him off as we speak. Uh, I'll try your luck over there. I've seen someone come in and out of there before. Would, would you be a good host and uh, direct us? Well, I mean, I don't want to get eaten by those crows, so, like, I'm going to pass on that shit. But, like, you'll <laughs> figure it out, man. Since we can't understand, Lynn and I can't understand the snake language. Oh, true. You have just, no idea just what he's like, saying. It's a good point. No, I, they're just hissing back and forth. So I'm just yeah. like, Hearing hey, hey do you need, does it need to be fire bolted? Just nod yes or no. Thank you, my sweet cousin. Is there anything else that we shall know before entering said exit? Uh, nah, man. Like, I think you're good. You got any mice? You got any, like, spare mice or anything? Like, laying around? Like, I could use a mouse. Or, like, I don't know. Maybe give me that winged thing you guys got floating around over there with you guys. Like, the one that woke me up from my bush nap. Like, that would be pretty sweet. He's looking at me. Why, why is he looking at me? He flickers his like, tongue. I can get you one of those crows. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, you stab that crow and bring it over here, man. I'll gobble that shit right up. <laughs> yeah, hook me up with one of those later. Is that cool? Absolutely. All right. When we return, what what can you tell us of this monster? How how large are we talking about? Have you seen it? Oh, yourself? no, but, like, all I know is, like, I've heard some people go down there, and then I just... Like, trust me, man, you're going to hear them, like, you'll hear some screams and shit. Like, people that go down there, they don't come back most of the time. Like, every once in a while, someone will come back with, like, some shiny shit. But, like, they're usually bleeding and stuff, like, when they come back. So, like, you know there's some crazy-ass shit going down there. We shall do our best to return. And for your compensation, we shall thank you with our flying friend. Wait, the the bird or like the little fly thing? The fowl, the fowl, ah, dang. the black right. bird. Okay, that I that's all right, I guess. Okay, that's cool. I right, I'm gonna go back in my bush. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Snake in the bush. <laughs> Children, gather round. What did he say? He has expressed that there is an entrance from the rear. And we shall enter it. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> and as we enter, we shall expect some screams. He did not let us know of how large our creature shall be, but when we return, shall we make it? We shall thank him 
with our black bird. Len, you have been saved again. Well, wait, what? What does that mean? Never you mind. Shall we, children? So do we go over to the... You want to go up to where the crows are? Yes. Were? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you walk over up towards the 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 back of the ruins, kind of towards the, the north uh, west where Lynn saw that corpse before. And now that you're paying a little bit closer attention to it, you can kind of see that it looks like when the um, corpse in, it kind of looks like maybe it was the corpse of a human. It's, it's kind of hard to tell. It could have been an elf. It's, it's pretty picked apart at this point, but it looks like with one of its arms outstretched that maybe it had been like trying to crawl its way forward when it, when it was finally killed. So this guy looks like I would go where he was coming from. Because the dead body has to be running away from something. I say we we explore his body in case there are any tools that we might need that he was unable to use for his monster. Uh, go ahead and roll your investigation. Twelve. So you don't see like any any belongings or anything with it, but you can tell by looking um, investigating at this body that it was definitely crawling away from something. And you can see from some score marks in the bone, like in his like rib cage and stuff like that, indicate that whatever weapon was used to pierce its body, probably for the killing blow, came from the direction of the bushes that it's crawling out from. So peeking towards that direction, you can kind of see the foot of the corpse looks like it's dangling down into some kind of hole. So like looking back towards that direction and parting some of the bushes, you guys now see a hole ah oh you can also see that there is a piece of something near the edge of the hole and looking at that you can see that it is definitely some sort of claw but of what you're not really sure uh i'll go ahead and take a look and use my scouting skills to see if there are traps how big is this hole Oh, it's it's a big old anus. Um, it's <laughs> it's like it's after I eat out. a Chipotle burrito size. Uh, it's big enough for for like um, this is big enough for let's say like a um, full size human or dwarf or anything like that to go down one by one. So it's not huge. Like it is definitely like a one of you at a time can go down. Is it like stairs or a ladder? No, it is just a straight up hole. Just a drop. Yeah, it's a drop. Ah, yes, that makes okay. sense that I would. Okay, so Lynn's going to go down by herself first? Guys, only one of us can fly. I'll look for stairs. We shall wait for you out here. Lynn pops down the hole, like flying down a little bit, and it's about 10 feet down. And when you get down there, it's it's fairly dark because of your dark vision. You can see, you know, about 30 feet kind of like in, in the distance or so, but when you plop right down at first, like that's as, as basically as far as you can see and you're still kind of looking into darkness like you aren't able to make out anything just yet. But you can tell that you're definitely in some sort of like underground like cave. I fly back. So I don't see any traps or anything. No. Okay. So safe enough. I go back up. Hey, I don't think there's any traps, but we need to get away for you guys to get away down there. Like I could do a rope because I've got rope. Rope sounds like a good idea to us. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Help us down. I think, uh, yeah, if she gives us the rope, we could probably tie it uh, from a little branch from the bush area okay. and then just kind of like slide our way down. I'll say for, for a rope, just descending down, let's probably just do like an acrobatics check real quick to see how you guys like land that and make sure you get all the way down safely. 11. Nine. You all get down into the cave safely. Here, guys. This could help. It's pretty dark down here, but uh, I've got a couple of candles. I think I have night vision. Yeah, my dark vision is 60 feet, so I am good. Yeah, I have dark vision also. Yeah. We can see. Okay, so we don't need the. Okay, so we are. I am slithering across. Len, is, is she flying or is she on my shoulder? She's kind of settling. Is, is anyone crawling on top of me? Uh, I'm just sitting on your shoulder. You're sitting on her shoulder. Cool. Lazla will bring in the rear. (laughs) Are you going to be on my tail then? I'll I'll be grabbing onto the end of your tail. (laughs) All right. So we are going through the intestine. 
okay, yeah. I guess it is just an anus now. <laughs> <laughs> Wandering along the path, going farther and farther down to this cave, and you're coming up onto this drop where you can kind of see, like, below you, there's a good, like, 20-foot drop or so into uh, a large, like, pool of water with some stones and things like that that you can make out down there. Now, you can't see all of what's below you, so you can't tell, like, how big this pool of water is right there from from where you're at. You can just basically see that exists. Now, there's a little bit of path to your um, immediate left that you can move across, but it is a little bit narrow there, like maybe about three feet. Uh, Shall we go down or down towards our right in that little three feet? Suck it in? Yeah. I'll let you uh, slither across and I'll go ahead and fly. (laughs) <laughs> I'll just All fly right. across you, so that you, you don't have move? to have my weight. Okay, so you guys move past. You're moving along. Do we see the bubbles that are in the... It's a very good question. Yes, you do see some bubbles. Is it steaming because of the bubbles? Like, is, is there steam coming from it? or you're, you're too high above right now to, to figure out why that there, there's bubbles there. But you you can just see that there is some bubbles in the water. But no, you're not really sure why they're there. Does the air feel cold or warm? So it's 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 cool. It's not like super cold. Like it's definitely not freezing or anything, but it's cool. It's cooler than mm-hmm. Lilith definitely would would appreciate. Okay. So I think the water is also cold. Children, I believe our creature might be a, a water creature and he breathes below the water. I give up. No way to get down there. I could take a closer look. As you made, Len. I fly to kind of off to the side of where the bubbles are coming from, so I'm not directly above it, but I get closer just to see if I can tell what it's coming from. Like, do you want to land on, like, one of the rocks over here or something? Sure. Are you wanting to examine the bubbles themselves, or? Yes. Okay. So, as you look down to um, kind of peer into the water and examine the bubbles, roll initiative, friends. So, six. I got a 23. <laughs> Some troglodytes have jumped out of the water and you can immediately see Lynn, like right where you were looking, one has pop- plopped out of the water right in front of you. Another one kind of like uh, a little bit to your north. But you also hear another splash off in the distance somewhere behind you and you can hear another creature somewhere off in the distance. So you've heard four total, but right now where you guys are at, you can only see two of them. Well, guys, there's there's something down here. So Lilith, right now you are up a little bit. So like you're up on this raised area and you were probably about 20 feet away from this guy right here and you're up probably about five feet. So a total of about 25 feet away from the this first trog, but your back is to him. Len already yelled out that she hears and possibly sees something. So I'd like to turn around. I am trying to decipher if we are in danger. I would say so. (laughs) (laughs) They don't look very- It looks like, yes. They don't look very friendly and they have pitchforks. Len. For a villain, you're delaying a lot before just, I would have just fire bolted. (laughs) All right, all right, all right. I will grab my dart. It's got a 20 to 60 foot range. So I would like to throw it to the creature closest to me. Nine. Does that hit? That wouldn't hit, but I didn't mention that this trog does not know you're there at the moment because you are up above him. You and Waslow both would have advantage right now. So you can roll a second time and see if you can hit him. Okay, that is 23. That does hit for nice. sure. Nice. Okay, and now here's my damage. I get a roll of d4 plus three. That is seven. That trog is bloody. Ooh, that's a good dart. Did you want to do anything else on your turn aside from attack? I will move south. 40 feet walking, yeah, speed. 40? Okay, Waslow is up next. And Waslow, you have advantage right now on either of these two. How far down is that pit? Like, how far down are they from if I were to stand on the edge of that cliff? This edge right here is not far. Like, up here, it was, like, 20 feet, but this, like, slopes. So right here, it's only, like, a five-foot drop. Let me walk over to where I can see him clearly. 
Well, he sneaks up there, tries to sneak a little bit to the edge of the cliff, just so he's not hurt, and it's just like, fireball, and just like points his <laughs> finger out and shoots it. <laughs> 15. That hits. Uh, so, four fire damage. Okay, he's still alive, but he's very crispy. So, two of the trogs are kind of still well hidden, and they're just kind of going to stay where, where they are. But this one is going to move a little bit and just reposition himself a little bit to get ready. This one's very hurt, so he's gonna try to try to peace out a little bit and try to move across. Wait, can't I do something as someone's trying to run away? Yes, you can, and I'm so <laughs> proud of you. You get an opportunity <laughs> attack. I do. Roll and see if you can hit him. It's basically a free attack that you get. Three. Dang it. <laughs> no, you could have had him. So they used their their moves to kind of run and, and regroup a little bit. So it is now your turn, though, Lance. So I'm first going to fly back up to the ledge so that I'm by Waslo. Waslo? Waslo. Hey, guys, aren't we supposed to capture one of these alive? Maybe on one of our next turns, we should throw that iron thing. We're just weakening them. We, sh- oh. we, we will make sure they do not, they will not be deceased. Besides, there are two. Waslo's just trying to survive. I, I think there might be more because I heard more than two, but well, if we're just trying to weaken them, do I have enough fly and moves to fly over to one, swipe at it, and then fly back? You moved 30 feet already, so no, you wouldn't be able to get back over there again. What if I poured water in there and set it on fire, or oil in the water and set it on fire? Uh, do you want to dump a little fire on one of these rocks? I have four... I have four pounds of oil, and I have- Four pounds of oil? Dang, Good God. God. <laughs> oh, um, all right. all that shit? <laughs> Apparently, my weight capacity is 129. Nice. Well, that feels pretty broken. We might have yeah. to revisit it's that like later. We'll, like, we'll revisit that a little later, but for now, we would just won't worry about weight encumbrance yeah, for this, crazy, this session. This one-foot-tall pixie Good God. 140 your crazy pounds. ant strength. Yeah. 129. No. So, so do I have enough oil with my four pounds of oil? I mean, you're not going to be able to control the fire, but it will set some fire in there that may or may not benefit you during this battle. Hey, guys, I have the chance to set this whole thing on fire. Should I do it? Can I make suggestions, like, when it's not my turn? If she's open to it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. okay. Waslo can maybe use his mage hand and carry that oil over to them and splash it on them instead of just lighting the water on fire we could light them on fire oh like Kamehameha style no but (laughs) (laughs) you and your foreign words oh you (laughs) no that's a that's a that's a better idea because I don't think I want to get very close to those guys so uh, here have the I give Basel the jug Basel you now have a jug of oil Sweet. It's Lilith's turn. Uh, I guess I will move closer. So I want to get closer to, I guess, what looks like a shore. Maybe like it's starting to get shallow there. Be moving about like 25 feet. So you can still see a, a little now bit. I can, you can see. see yeah. Okay. I would like to throw a dart again towards the one closest okay. to me. So let's see if I hit. What so I the think. guy on the rock. 23. That hits. <laughs> That hits uh, my D4. Let's see for how much. Four. He croaks at you like. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad at you. He's mad. All right. So I'm taunting him. Okay. Get him closer. Waslow, it's your turn now. I have the oil jug, but if I'm thinking about it, I think they'd both probably be out of range of that right now. You, yeah, you're just barely short. You, it's like 35 feet. So I'm going to hold on to that for the time being, but Firebolt has a reach of 120 feet, so that's fine. Dang! So I will take another pot shot at the one who's already bloodied. That didn't go as well. (laughs) Nine? That's a nine hit. It does not hit the troglodyte you're aiming for, but it does strike the cavern wall behind you, and it catches, like, a little bit of, like, tree root there and leaves a little bit of fire there. Hey, there's more light. Waslo meant to do that. <laughs> so it is the, the turn of these trogi, trogla do, dogs, troglies. One of them that is up here in the top, he is going to use his turn to actually hop down 
into the water and join his buddies. Troglo number two is going to, now that his friends are here, he's like, man, I've got like this, this new lease on life. I feel like, I feel pretty encouraged. He's going to, he's going to move up a little bit. The, the other Trogs are also going to get into a position to try to finally do some battle. So one's going to get right up on Lilith. It's going to use an ability called Stench. You need to make a uh, constitution saving throw. What you need to be is 12. Otherwise, you're going to be poisoned. I'm uh, my immunity. He's immune I'm, to poison. I, yeah. Oh, dang. All right. So like, okay, so this is what happens. You're immune to poison. So this trog, troglodyte runs up to you and just like farts really loud and looks so goddamn smug about it. And it's like waiting for you to react and you don't do a thing. And he just looks really disappointed. Yeah, I just picture you going like, no. Like, <laughs> I live with Waslo. Please. <laughs> hey. I, I, I want it to be I want it to be canon that the reason it doesn't affect her is because of Waslo. Yeah. It's it's like because she's so used to Waslo smelling so bad that that's why. It's not because she's a snake person. Yeah. It's because she's so used to him smelling bad that it just doesn't You're trying her. to hurt me. I live with Waslo. <laughs> it is Len's turn. Uh, how far am I from the one in the back corner? 35-ish feet. So I'm going to try to attack the one who is currently focused on Lilith, and I'm going to use a sneak attack. Okay, yeah, you I'm can at do advantage. that. Yes, because he's within five feet of Lilith, you can use your sneak attack. 18. Yep. Okay. That hits. And then 11. That hits. Okay, 16. So then 1d6 plus the damage to each of them, or just one? Yeah, you roll your roll your damage for both of those attacks, and then you roll an extra d6 for for, both. for your sneak attack. Okay, okay. But just you only rolled sneak attack damage the one time. The one time, okay. Yes. So I've got two one d four plus three, so four four eight, and then a one d six three, so eight, eleven. You skewered that thing. It is dead. <laughs> okay, can I just, can I narrate it? Yes. How do okay. you how do you kill this troglodyte? So Len jumps up and flies towards this creature. How dare you try to attack Lilith? You're an idiot. So you're just gonna die for that anyway. So then she comes and she swipes out with the one dagger and she swipes with both of them and just right across the neck just slits it and then comes and lands next to Lilith and starts laughing. <laughs> Yikes! It's fucked up. All right. <laughs> Waslow has that look on his face, like a little disturbed, like eyes wide open, just like head kind of tilted back, like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Don't want to make her mad. It is now Lilith's turn. So the creature closest to me is definitely closer within 60 feet. Well, what about the one who's closer to me? I think he's the really hurt one. Is that, is that correct? Oh, yeah. I guess I don't know if it, it would make a difference. I don't really. think it makes a difference. No, they're not Pokemon. I yeah, mean, it's true. <laughs> I'm thinking Pokemon <laughs> you logic. You don't it. need to, like, name them to catch them. No, you yeah. just need to catch one. Here, use my Master Ball. <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. So I would like to use my action in throwing the Iron Band of Binding for the creature closest to me. Okay, so you th do a d20, add your dex modifier, and then add your proficiency bonus. Twelve. He fails. Oh, so now he's All locked right. up for 24 hours. So you have, you have captured this the guy. The bands of binding. We, right. got, we got to watch the ball wiggle around a little bit, and we were nervous on that last wiggle. It was going to jump out. And then it goes still. Yeah. Ding. And we knew he was ours. Can we um, name him Steven? I guess we'll have to tell that lizard guy that the thing his thing worked. And we'll, I guess we have to pretend we're his friends now. I never signed up for that. Um, Waslo. I'm wondering if I, because I want to try my poison spray, but I don't know if these things might be resistant to it. And I guess I wouldn't have any way of knowing. I would say... Nature, maybe? Nature I would say connection. do a nature... Yeah, do a nature check and just see if, like, you happen to know anything about this type of creature. Okay. Eight. This looks like some All sort right. of frogish thing. I don't know. I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it then. Actually, no. This is the hurt one. I'm just gonna fireball okay. him. 
or firebolt sure. them. Uh, so I step back and I'm just like, firebolt, and uh, let me do my thing, and I miss because uh, I got a eight. <laughs> oh my God, Joseph! I'm just. It started so well. I, I blew my nat twenty on a stupid uh, initiative roll. We're gonna say the the other uh, flame. Um, by this point, has that you, from your other firebolt had gone out that had blown up, and then now you've got a new flame where your other one missed, illuminating another part of it. I'm just, yeah, I'm just lighting the room, <laughs> just different places, yes. And then let me move back three squares, please, okay. just away from him. So out you're of over here. here now that I've missed. <laughs> fireball yeah. misses, runs away. Wazzle out. Okay, this one's going to get up on on Lynn. He's going to try his stench on Lynn. I want you to do a constitution saving throw. Three. All right. <laughs> this trog farts right in your face, and, like, you are gas- like, <laughs> like, gasping. You now have the poisoned condition until the next turn. Um, okay, that just means that you now are disadvantaged on attack and ability checks for the moment. Um, Lilith's turn. Children, I already captured one. Let's escape. So I plan to get the fuck out. <laughs> I want to at least get close enough to get people on my, on me, on my person, so we can all okay. go move together. Waslo, your turn. Can I mage hand the pixie? She seems small enough. How much do you weigh? Not much. She's only a foot tall. <laughs> Do you weigh less than 10 pounds? Or 10 pounds oh, or less? Probably about 10 pounds or so. Yeah. yeah. If we're escaping, then this... Oh, dang it. Mage uh, Hand doesn't reach that yeah, far. Yeah, that's really far. Uh, that's all right. Well, let me throw a fire bolt at the one that's nearly dead again. Uh, 16. That hits. All right. I step back from the depths of the underworld. I summon, <laughs> I summon a fire to... To purge this, uh, to purge this creature from the earth, and I point my finger and just blast. I hit him for nine damage, and that should finish him off. He gone. He gone. Nice. Lynn, your turn. Well, I'm going to fly to where we are fleeing, but before I get to them, I'm going to swing at dude here, since he's focused on Waslo. Yeah, because you guys are um, based on where you guys are now. You're now flanking him. So that means you're you're technically at advantage. True. I'm just gonna do a bonus action too. She is pissed at this thing. Two attacks. The first one doesn't hit. It's a six. That does not hit. <laughs> that the one hits. That one is a nineteen. Okay, okay, that one hits. So I do seven. So you do seven damage to him and he is now bloodied. Okay, so and I And he knows where you are. Then I move twenty feet to get past Waslo and um. If Lilith. you do that, he's gonna get an opportunity attack on you. Just letting you know. Oh, that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, I move north then, like not past him, but like out of his range. No, that's fair. You're not moving through, you're moving away. So Len is extremely pissed and she doesn't want to just fly away and like escape this whole situation. So she flies up and she swings with both of her daggers in the two hands. The first one misses, but the second one manages to clip him right on the shoulder to where he is now bleeding profusely and she just goes over and lands on the other side and waits for the next step. Finish him off, Lilith! Look, you made him bleed. <laughs> okay, so it is Lilith's turn. I'm ten feet away? Yeah. I would like to move at least five feet in reach to strike him. So 19, does that hit him? Yes, absolutely hits. <laughs> Let me roll for the damage of the short sword then. Dang. Which is six plus three. That is a nine. He's dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no follow-up necessary. Nah, he's dead. Like, how how do you end this poor troglodyte's life? Okay, so with my short sword, then I just kind of like go straight in from the jugular, kind of like lifting up. And his head is already like attached to my my short sword, and it decapitates him. Hey. Yeah, basically. Nice one, Lilith. Oh, no. <laughs> Battle one, friends. Len you have is defeated, delighted. You have captured <laughs> one troglodyte who is now like, and, and you murdered his family right in front of him. 
So there you Where, go. What okay. happened to the third one? Like, I know we fireballed one of them to death. That one just mm -hmm. got decapitated. I thought there was a fourth one. Uh, I think Rochelle killed one of them. I did. Yeah, Rochelle killed the crap out of one of them. Oh, okay. Now we make our way out. Wait, but what if there's treasure here? They might have been guarding something. There's no need for that. They are trapped here for a reason. We came for our quest and we have achieved. But shiny. There is a mystery box in our future as well. <laughs> Laszlo. Uh, well, you can fly pretty quickly. Why don't you just flutter around and see if you see anything? Okay. I'm going to fly over the water. You fly across the, the lake. Um, across like over the stones and things like that which is was a lot bigger than you guys originally thought and there was like a bend that kind of wrapped around a corner like within the the caverns and stuff like that so among some of the stalactites and stuff was an an upraised kind of dais of some piece of cave kind of jutting out from some of the water and as you suspected the troglodytes did have a small cachet of some treasures and stuff. Shiny, treasure! She has such a small voice. I can't, do you, do you hear what she's saying? She found something shiny. I'd say, um, do we still have the rope? That was only 20 feet and she had 50 feet of rope. Uh, she had 50 feet of rope? Yep. Who had 50 feet of rope? One. 50 feet? Dang. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now you have 30 feet of rope? <laughs> Theoretically, yes. Okay. Tie the rope around the treasure. We will... Pull it out. Oh, okay, yeah, I could do that. So Lynn okay. ties the ties a nice knot around the treasure and brings the end of the rope back to the others. So you'll get about 30 feet out, and now you're going to need to do a strength roll because it is a box full of treasure, and you're trying to pull it across the rest of the way on this rope. Oh, because I can all, the rope only goes that far. Guys, uh, I'm out of rope. Can I, like, throw throw Waslo onto the rock? See if he lands. <laughs> Waslo will remember this. Well, I am holding on to our prisoner. You can definitely try it if you want to try to throw Waslo out there somewhere. We'll have you do a strength. Okay, strength. Like an athletics, and then he okay. will do an acrobatics. All right, Waslo. Hope you didn't eat too much. I like the idea of me not knowing, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, now I wish I'd known. <laughs> so what happened? Four total. Where does he get? Where does he land? Let me acrobatics this. You do an acrobatic roll. Uh, I got a twelve. Lilith kind of like motions for you to come over to her. Uh huh. And so you're just like. You're like, cool, cool, cool. And she just, like, shoves you, and you fall right <laughs> off the ledge into the water. And that's, that's all you know. That's all that happens to you. And Basically, all the acrobatics does for me is let me not hit my head on a rock. Yeah, that's that's basically what happened is you didn't die. So I will willingly swim over to uh, Lynn, I guess. So you swim over to the, the rock where, where Lynn is. And I would say, like, the, the two of you together, you've got enough strength to pull the, the treasure to shore. Do you also have magic to, like, be able to... I have Mage Hand. It can lift 10 pounds. Uh, I don't know how much this thing weighs, but I assume it's more than 10 pounds. You know what? Mage Hand would carry it. Do you want to use Mage Hand? Yeah, I'll swim back with it, with the Mage Hand kind of carrying it a little bit behind and above the water. Okay. Yeah, Len can guide it with her rope. Um, oh, yeah, true. She can steer it. Steer yeah. my Mage Hand. What's inside the box, Basil? Is this one locked or anything? This box is locked. Okay, fine. Let me get my thieves' tools. 24. Yeah, that thing, <laughs> that opens like, no one even really sees you, like, do it. It's almost like you just wished it open. It was so fast. You were so yeah. easy. Waslo uh, is like, barely opening. set it down, and it just pops open, so I'm just like, ah! <laughs> I'm expecting a snake to pop out or something. This is what you guys found inside. You found 30 copper. Eight silver, two gold, ten shines worth of gemstones, one potion of climbing, a wand of binding, a leather pouch full of small animal bones, a glass eye, a necklace of prayer beads, one rotten fish, and one somewhat wet fleece. Oh. <laughs> I call the fleece. Gem's so pretty. I called the fish. I am hungry. As you're collecting your your goods and and kind of storing that stuff, and you know we can figure out later how you guys divide it up. 
As you guys are figuring stuff out and getting stuff out of that, that chest and lining your pockets and stuff, you hear a voice calling out somewhere in the distance, like farther down within the caverns, like in the, the caves, you hear? Hey! Is, is there someone out there? Help! We need, we need help down here! Help us! Did anybody hear something? Are you hear the vibrations amongst the walls? It could be that Seth guy trying to trick us into being his friend again. Yeah, let's let's just get out of here. Oh, uh, I guess let's go see what's happening. But I, but the, the treasure—it's right. There could be more treasure. <sighs> Fine. We have plenty. Let's follow the voice. I'm like holding my my robe up a little bit because it's now soaking wet. As you. Continue on farther down, you come around a bend in the cave, you suddenly see large braziers ahead and the beginnings of some long forgotten underground temple. And ahead and up a small set of stairs is the body of a halfling and a long dark hallway beyond. And the calls of the voice you heard earlier. They're killing us! They're killing everyone! Well, guys, we're, we're everyone, so let's not get killed. We are everyone. I regret this decision. Thanks for listening to this episode of Party in Peril Villains, a podcast produced by Nerdsloth.com. If you had a good time, please just do us one little favor and share this episode or clip your favorite parts of the episode and share that with any friends, family, or on social media. And don't forget that you can impact our players and give them an edge by giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts, which translates in-game as peril points, which they can use to purchase special items, including weapons or gadgets crafted by our Nerdsloth Patreon supporters. Many of the sound effects heard in the show were licensed from Sword Coast Soundscapes, so please visit swordcoastsoundscapes.bandcamp.com to hear all of their amazing ambient and background audio productions. And also a huge thank you to Atlas Music for providing the villain's theme song, Drop the Beat, My Lord. You can find even more of his fantastic modern-day fantasy mixes on YouTube or SongTrader. Love y'all, and roll those 20s! Presented by Nerdsloth, a place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.